is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Catholic Review Radio is a weekly radio program and podcast hosted by Catholic Review Media, the news operation of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic partners for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to our listeners each week. of the Catholic Review. With us today on Catholic Review Radio is Father John Couture, who has been a faithful priest who, in the course of his career, has been a writer, columnist, book author, and more. While he served as head of the Christophers, he hosted his television show, Christopher Close-Up, for more than 30 years, during which time he interviewed celebrities of all stripes, including Bob Newhart, Jimmy Durante, Jack Benny, and many others. He also conducted a nine-day retreat for Mother Teresa and novices in her order, the Missionaries of Charity. He is past president of the Catholic Press Association of the U.S. and Canada and received the association's highest honor, the St. Francis de Sales Award. He's had a radio ministry for many years and in 2013 got involved in social media to the point that the Catholic Media Association now gives an annual award in his name for social media evangelization. You can find his words of wisdom on the web at johncouture.com. He's also a great friend. He's been a priest for 60 years. He's now retired and at age 89 is still going strong. In 1979, Pope John Paul II asked him to be a messenger of joy, and he continues to be that for many people. Welcome to the show, Father Jack. Thank you. Very nice intro. I appreciate it. 2020 has been a tough year for everybody. This Christmas, we could all use a little bit of joy, and that's why I wanted to talk to you. You've espoused joy through your ministry, Messenger of Joy, for many years. What advice do you have for folks to bring joy into their lives this Christmas season? Well, I I begin with the very words of Jesus, and he made it simple. Christ actually said, I've come that your joy may be full, that it may be complete. People don't realize that when Jesus says something, it's a command. (laughs) But they don't necessarily believe. (laughs) They don't believe it because they don't believe it's possible. Right. You know, how many uh, guilty Catholics have you met? Fearful Catholics, mortal sin, go to hell. It was was all there in terms of uh, the frightening things. But concentrating on the words of Jesus, I have come that your joy may be full, that my joy may be in you, and your joy may be complete. Seems to escape them because they don't think it's possible. Do you Do you think it's possible? I think it's possible, but I think in these days it's tough. I mean, we're, you're out on the roads and people are, are cursing at each other and there's road rage and there's you know, political strife, I think people have a really hard time seeing peace and joy. How do you, how do you get I, beyond I agree that with surface? You. I agree with you 100%, Chris. It is hard, and uh, it doesn't come naturally, especially if, if you're filled with negative thoughts and toxic thoughts, which make you fearful. The simple remedy that I follow is basically to strive for joy as a primary goal of your Christian living. To be joyful is uh, kind of a mandate. 
but you have to have a plan. There has to be some kind of a a, a backup plan. Can you get that Can by I, reading scripture? Can you get it by <laughs> going to math? Where? What's the? How do you how do you infuse yourself with that? Well, I have my own way, and basically it's psychology 101. You can't concentrate on negativity. So the all the thoughts that come to you have to be banished. I can't make it. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I'll, I'm, God doesn't love me. I, God's going to punish me. I did this. I did that. All of those thoughts are what I would call uh, a swamp of negativity. And it's very common. People live in the swamp. I mean, they're just perpetually uh, immersed in their own fears. Now, so it takes a plan. And the plan is basically eliminate all toxic thoughts and negativity and emphasize the will to live a joyful life. Emphasize your decision to be a joyful person. Uh, so it takes a few steps. First of all, that central concept that I'm not going to be a negative complainer. I'm going to watch what I say and I'm going to control my thoughts. Controlling your thoughts is basic to it because in Psychology 101, the thoughts control the emotions and the emotions control the actions. So what you speak and what you say, those are all actions that flow from your thoughts. Now, the good part is that the will controls the thoughts. You don't have to think toxic thoughts. If you begin to understand that toxic thoughts are the problem and you're engaging in, in a habitual review of toxic thoughts, you've got to eliminate them. And it takes a little bit of work. It takes a lot of work, like breaking a bad habit, uh, giving up smoking. <laughs> well, I don't want to compare it to that, but but if you want to give up smoking, don't believe the thoughts that come to you when you feel like a cigarette. Uh, I gave it up 30 years ago, and I'm not trying to brag about it, but it's. I, I began to realize that I had the sensation, the feeling, that I needed a cigarette. And uh, that drove me to picking up a cigarette. The desire led to the action. Now, if I had said I don't need cigarettes, and I began to think of them as a dirty habit, and I began to see that the sparks broke off and stained my pants, or uh, that I coughed because my throat was choking from uh, the inhaling of toxic tar, and I began to say, this is a hateful habit. I don't love cigarettes. I don't need cigarettes. I don't want cigarettes. And that enabled me to reach a point, not right away, but where I was able to toss the pack of cigarettes in the waste paper basket. A full pack I threw away. And it, it just um, 
because I didn't want to smoke. I had reached the point where I talked myself out of it. And that's what you have to do with toxic thinking. You have to talk yourself out. I'm no good. I'm not going to make it. I'm not good enough. God is mad at me. I committed a mortal sin. Oh, my God. What if I committed a mortal sin? Was that was that a sin? Was it? It goes on and on and on and on and on, and it has to stop, and it can stop, because Jesus wouldn't say, "Rejoice in all circumstances," or, "I've come that your joy may be complete." If it wasn't possible, so you have to get the idea that you can do it and you will do it. Uh, Julianne of Norwich put it simply. She was a mystic, in, in the, an English mystic in the uh, uh, Middle Ages. She said, the greatest honor you can give to Almighty God is to live joyfully because of the knowledge of his love. Now, that's a complete thought. Uh you can live yeah. joyfully because it's the knowledge of his love. And and Jesus yes. didn't say, I come that you might have some joy. He said, he said I come that you would have joy and it would be abundant and complete. So that's a, a great takeaway from that. It's something you have to jump right into, the completeness of it, the joy of it. So basically, you have to begin calling yourself a joyful person. And if you're a person who's negative and doubting and fearful and guilty, that's all got to be banished. And it can be because you just take just discard it. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to give in to those thoughts anymore. I'm not going to say that anymore. I'm going to say I'm a joyful person, a happy person. I am a happy person. I can say that, you know, even though I've had a lot of ailments, I mean, operations and both knees replaced and prostate cancer and a whole lot of things. But I'm a happy person. I got through all of that with the realization that this this is going to hurt, but it's only a passing pain. Uh, basically, I'm happy because of the knowledge of God's love and that this is not where we end up. This is the place we jump off into heaven. This is our preparation for the joys of heaven. And it can begin right now. That sounds like a good place for us to take a break. After the break, we're going to okay. talk some more with Father Jack Couture. This is Chris Gunty, and you're listening to Catholic Review Radio. Catholic News from the Archdiocese of Baltimore and around the world with the Catholic Review. For generations, 12 o'clock worship on Christmas meant Midnight Mass. This year, one like any other in recent memory, it also means Christmas Mass starting as early as noon on December 24th, an accommodation by the Archdiocese of Baltimore and acknowledgement of the limitations on gatherings made necessary by COVID-19. Worship on the Nativity of the Lord typically begins at 4 p.m. Christmas Eve. Mindful that attendance during Christmas is the largest of the year, 
which requires spacing of crowds due to capacity restrictions due to the coronavirus pandemic, and after discussions with priests and regional meetings, the Archdiocese announced in November that for this year only, parishes can celebrate Masses earlier on Christmas Eve than is customary. Parishes can opt for a noon start with Masses at regular intervals. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. A conjunction involving the solar system's two gas giants will give earthbound observers a look at a so-called Christmas star on the winter solstice. During sunset Monday, December 21st, in time zones around the world, Jupiter and Saturn will seemingly merge into a single bright point of light low in the western sky. The Great Conjunction of 2020 will yield a spectacular astronomical sight involving the two planets unseen in nearly eight centuries. The conjunction, which is occurring near Christmas Day, has given rise to talk about the Star of Bethlehem the Gospel of Matthew describes in his telling of the birth of Jesus. The conjunction will see a bright white Jupiter and a faint yellowish Saturn separate by 0.1 degree, or about one-fifth diameter of a full moon. Binoculars will reveal the slim separation. To the naked eye, the planets will appear converged. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. From the virtual newsroom of the Catholic Review, I'm Kevin Parks. This is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. We're back on Catholic Review Radio, talking with Father Jack Latour about the joy that Jesus brings to us. I understand you have a new book coming out soon. What is that book going to be about? Well, you know, I wrote a syndicated column for over 50 years. And uh, I just a year ago decided that I would put together a collection of my articles that were basically uplifting. And I had a secretary, uh, Marie Pantak, who was very helpful toward that goal. So I put together a book, which is just to reminisce some of the articles that I've written to uplift people's spirit and help them to attain a greater degree of joy. But I have to basically get them in the mood to seek it first. Seek first the kingdom of God. And I would say seek first the kingdom of joy. That is basically where the kingdom of God is. So it's all things considered following the psychology that The will controls the thoughts. The thoughts control the emotions, the feelings, and the feelings control the actions. You have the will which says yes or no. You know, the will has only one function. The will says yes or no. We say yes, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go there, I'm going to pick up this, I'm going to do this. The will decides what you're going to do, and that's the whole personality behind it. So if you can control your thoughts, you can eliminate negativity, toxic thoughts. You can actually ban them from your mind and then bring on a whole litany of, I'm a good person. The Lord loves me very much. I'm, he's going to help me through this. I have every confidence that God will keep his promise. Joy is a gift of God. It's Mm -hmm. already given. You only have to claim it. I often say, if you have any joy in you, please notify your face. 
<laughs> because very often a scouring, dull, unhappy look about you is the very cause of things. Like you can you can change your appearance to be a more beautiful woman and a more handsome man or whatever you want to do, but to be better looking than you were before. <laughs> and you control the appearance of your own body by the, the attitude you reflect. Once we get this joy in ourselves, how do we share that with others? Well, if you've been listening, I've been <laughs> saying pretty much the how of it requires a plan. And so you recognize that the biggest part of the plan is to reject toxic thinking. So it goes right back to the heart of the the use of the will. Your will has the power to get it, if you will. You said, how do you get it? The will has the power to get it. That is, the will has the power to eliminate the toxic thinking patterns that control your bad feelings, your downers. You just have to stop. And it, it takes work. It's it's like building a, a whole new habit, a good habit, on top of a bad habit. Yeah. In your 60 years as a priest, what have been some of your greatest joys? Well, the ordination itself was a day of great joy for me because I, <clears throat> I crossed over into a new level of being. I was now a, a minister of the Word of God. And the satisfaction I got from helping people, and this happened every day. From one way or another, you know, many times the only thing I gave a person was freedom from guilt. So the confessional was, was of course, a sacrament, but you can help people be free of guilt because they didn't commit a moral sin or God isn't holding what they did against them like a mad, angry tyrant. God is a loving, forgiving God. And he's sorry if you haven't been perfect, but because it hurts you, he's sorry. And don't be afraid that you're human. Pick up your heart and choose to live a good life. It's yours for the asking. It's yours for the doing. The will says yes or no. You can be a happy person. And you can increase your happiness a hundredfold by following the guidelines of toxic thinking and the elimination of it and positive thinking, the increasing of it. That sounds like a good way to try to live our lives as we end 2020 and start 2021. You can get all sorts of information about Father John Couture's ministry and his Messenger of Joy ministry at his website, johncouture.com. That's J-O-H-N-C-A-T-O-I-R.com. You can find his books and DVDs on the website and on Amazon and other resellers. Find him on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You said it, but uh, YouTube is uh, recently I have put many videos on there. And uh, if you put my name down on YouTube, you'll get um, a whole list of things which are little 
videos that I have created for YouTube. And they're awesome. I, I watched a few of them last week, and it was just great to see you at work and, and to see some of those things and to get those messages of hope that you are so good at. Thank you, Chris. That's uh, very nice of you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today, Father Jack. This is Chris Gunty of the Catholic Review, and you've been listening to Catholic Review Radio. We've been talking today on Catholic Review Radio with Father Jack Couture about joy, especially in this Christmas season. Another thing that Christ brings to us is peace, and today we're talking with Dr. Lynn Trapp, who is Director of Liturgy and Music at St. Joseph's Church in Cockeysville, about a song his choir performed virtually about granting us peace, Dona Nobis Pacem. Tell us a little about this piece of music and how you recorded it. This was our second virtual choir piece this year. The first one really provided so much unity for not only our music ministry, but our parish and all who uh, enjoyed it beyond our, our community here, that when Advent Christmas tide came, we decided we would do another one. What to choose was, of course, the big question. But knowing that music is such a universal language, we would want to find something that, for lack of better words, is in public domain and that is so well known in the folk music world and the church music world that it would bind and unite. And when we looked at those melodies, the one that really came to us was Dona Nobis Pachem, this melody that is around and it, uh, it can be started at different times in the musical score, just like Row, Row, Row Your Boat can, and it layers into a beautiful masterpiece. It's very simple to sing. And uh, we, we chose that because really all we needed to say is, Lord, grant us peace. And who are the singers and musicians in this? There are representatives from all of our music ministry groups here, the youth choir, the parish choir, the contemporary music ensemble, chorus, which was a professional small group of uh, young collegiates, and scola, which is also a smaller, more refined group, and our cantor group as well. So they were all represented in that group of about 41 or 42 that participated in Dona Nobis Pachem. We thank you for sharing it with us. Listen now to Dona Nobis Pachem by the choirs of St. Joseph's Church in Cockeysville. Thank you. 
you just heard Dona Nobis Pachem, performed virtually by the choirs of St. Joseph's Church in Cockeysville, led by Dr. Lynn Trapp, Director of Liturgy and Music. You're probably not getting much church news in your daily newspaper or on your local TV station. The Catholic Review is the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the Catholic Church full-time. There are so many ways to stay in touch with the Catholic Review. Pick up the monthly magazine at your parish or have it delivered to your home. Get fresh news every day online at catholicreview.org. Subscribe to our e-newsletter for twice-weekly updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Catholic Review Media will inspire, teach, inform, and engage you wherever your faith takes you. Read it today in print or online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. Listen next week when our guest will be Archbishop William Lorry to look back at 2020 and ahead to 2021. Catholic Review Radio can be heard on WMET 1160 AM and 103.1 FM and also WSJF 92.7 FM in the Sykesville area and WVTO 92.7 FM in Baltimore City. Check us out on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Review Radio. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May Almighty God bless us and keep us always in his love.